Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Bostecu. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hey, you dear hearts. I hope you're well. I've got a brilliant episode right here, please, with the excellent, very funny Callie Beaton. First up, thanks for listening, eh? You're great. Also, cheers a load if you're telling everyone about the podcast, rating, reviewing and subscribing. We are going great guns at the moment and that is absolutely down to you. I'd love to have you come to a live show. We have two Hoovering Lives up at the Edinburgh Fringe on the 13th and 14th of August at 3pm and I'm exclusively revealing for the first time ever right now some of my huge guests. We have none other than Phoebe Robinson from Two Dope Queens. I know we've got the hilarious Fern Brady, South Africa's golden boy Chalk Bazudanote, and star of the smash hit award-killing super show Burgers, it's the awesome Travis Alabanza. Wahoo! More being announced soon. Also, Hoovering is on tour more generally from the autumn. Big, sexy venues. Please come, it's going to be amazing. Go to livenation.co.uk and search for Hoovering. And I'm on patreon.com forward slash the Hoovering pod. It's where um, you swap any spare pennies that you might have if you're up for it. I'll then use those pennies to build and better this podcast. Um, and in exchange, you'll get special podcast-related prizes, like loads of extra content, uh, and very importantly, discounts to those live shows for most tiers as well, including all of those tour dates. There's no discount for the Edinburgh shows because they're only a fiver anyway. Um, the only other thing to do before we head over to Callie's beautiful North London house for some crisps and chocolate, why not, we're all grown-ups, is give you a quick warning that in the second half of this episode, we do talk about weight loss, and there are a few specific numbers mentioned, and there's some of the language isn't perfect, so... So if you find any of that stuff upsetting or worse, triggering or whatever, do steer clear, please. Um, but I've left it in generally because I think it was a beautiful bit of conversation, which I'm really honoured to have shared with Callie. So here we go. Well, we're in your beautiful home, which I've put some really childish food in. But first things first, I just really, really wanted to read out the message that you sent me <laughs> because I thought it was so funny when I asked um if, if there's anything that you don't eat and you said i don't eat <laughs> can i just read this you out can, you can um, sushi burgers olives mustard <laughs> bread sauce mussels slash seafood anything designed for the palate of more than an 11 year old and i'm the worst cook in the first world i, I like the idea of that that there's some third world cooks that you're probably slightly more uh, slightly better than I am because they don't have much food so um uh, 
Do you yeah. like the fact that I think I spelt palette as in a builder's palette? You did, Yeah, actually. I did. Yeah, so I really that was nice like of you not no. to mention that. No. Because we are living in a building site. So it's good that I was uh, I lost my capacity to use French loan words uh, <laughs> due to building works in the house. Is that, does that trump other texts you've had about Oh, I mean, my I've had much bigger challenges yeah. in the sense of, you know, layers of allergy on allergy on allergy. Yeah, that's very on, fashionable, on isn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, also, I mean, some... One guest I had was a proper celiac to the yeah. point where ah. the, the medical description of what would happen if what happens inside her when she has gluten did gave me a real slap around the face. Actually, yeah, in terms of, I really saw stuff making jokes about actual yeah. celiacs have okay. some really poor grotty stuff to deal yeah, with, yeah, yeah. Okay. and as well she had a capsicum allergy. That was probably a load of shit. Yeah, well at least something was. I yeah. don't like to think that anyone's just <laughs> medically approved sensitive to anything in food. Yeah, it's annoying that. Apparently it's an intolerance versus a allergy, isn't it? So yeah, intolerance yeah. means you're just making it up, and an allergy. Okay, an allergy means you could die. Yeah, you could die. Um, I think unless someone could die, I'm not interested in their intolerance. So <laughs> I'm intolerant that, to some like people, but I, you know, yeah, I'm not okay. allergic. Occasionally okay. I'm allergic. Yeah. There's some. Are there, is there anyone you hate so much that if you saw them for long enough, you'd die? Oh, I think there's quite a few people who are in in my show this year. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, all with their real names. So come come and see. Fantastic. Um, Oh, God, I want to make a show, but we're meant to talk about easy. What's the child's palette bit of that, though? Well, I just know, I I don't think my palette ever evolved beyond being a young child. So the sort of things that you, having got children, got children, uh, having had children who've been 11, I was aware when each of them hit the 11 mark, that was about where my sort of palette stopped developing. So the sort of things we'd have to get for them on holiday that they would eat. I was like, yeah, that's pretty much. And then they became more sophisticated, but I just stayed. Oh, and you stayed with like nuggets. Yeah, yeah, nuggets, as long as there's ketchup. Um, no, you know, salad, but not t- nothing weird in it. So I've just realised... Nothing that, weird nothing, in yeah, it? Yeah, I've got to expand on that. Well, you know, nothing too fancy. Right. I don't want... So let me think what I wouldn't like in a... I, don't, I wouldn't want red onion in my salad. Not raw. I don't know why no, people do that. even when it's that. that sort of, you know, slimy... Like and they've made it all in a lovely dressing no, room. I mean, me and Otolengia are at whatever that spectrum is. Yeah. We're at the opposite ends right. of that spectrum. Not just because he's a gay man, but also <laughs> in terms of what we would be able to put on a plate and yeah. how. So, so, yeah, and I think I'm just really so sort of... To the point that friends are like, well, why do we even bother going... Why do we even bother going out to, to eat? And I'm like, yeah, why do we? There's no point. I find because it such... you don't like so much of the stuff in I'm just, those uh, trendy restaurants. Yeah, I mean, I will eat I will eat stuff, but I don't appreciate it. It's like properly like, honestly, what a waste of 25, 30 quid because I'm so really? boring. Yeah. But I'm probably the biggest Philistine you've ever met, let alone had on your podcast. No, yes. I think it's really interesting when people have a bit more of a food as fuel attitude is that what it is do you think well i do i i like to get this in here that i went for a run this morning uh, yeah. and you're looking particularly fetching in your gym gear but you <laughs> haven't been to the gym have you? Yeah, so no. you're in gym gear i'm what, in what a heavy rucksack does that count that counts absolutely <laughs> i'm in mufti but i have been for a run so between us we're covering <laughs> everything off but um so i i the, the, i run partly for my mental health but i do also run because i whether i run or i don't i eat huge amounts of food like i've virtually never dated a man who ate as much as me brilliant um and then so the you way put it actually earlier you said like a marine like a marine yeah i do <laughs> i, <laughs> I do. eat like a marine i do like a marine and i can <clears throat> portion sizes awesome. whenever people say another thing about eat a portion size that's the oh size of your gosh, fist and sure. i can make my fist pretty big even that's not <laughs> that's not big enough so so i do and i will i remember i had a really good trainer when i first did the london marathon just slip that in and he <laughs> said um and he said callie he said you'll never be able to outrun a bad diet because obviously he was from somewhere indeterminate but <laughs> so he um but he was yeah so that so he the north. The, he was from the north and he so he because i really trained and mm. ran but i still even when i was doing four hour training runs which is what yeah. you're doing towards the end of marathon training i could still eat more than i more than the calories i was burning and the calories yeah. i was burning was Were probably yeah. four times what a normal human should I, eat um, in a day i did uh, i remember reading the stats on skiing and that's supposed to be massive energy burner mm-hmm. isn't it because you especially if you go it's say in europe in the winter where it'll be freezing yeah um and if you're really skiing all day like the you are i think some, i mean i don't like mentioning the like numbers someone or calories and stuff on this someone will podcast. tweet well there's too many people that listen to this podcast that have 
um, history of or very active in disordered eating. So I don't talk about like weights yeah, yeah. or calories or yeah. anything like that. But um, I remember seeing whatever it is you're meant to burn off when you're skiing and being like, this, there's absolutely no way I'm not. Any activity like that, I just think it's great, but I, it will make me hungry enough to match it. Yeah, it just yeah. makes you hungry. Oh, yeah. Swimming. Yeah. Have you ever done scuba yeah. diving? No, I haven't I've done never known a hunger like oh, after really? scuba diving. Quite like impressive that you've you. done scuba diving. I find the thought of that terrifying. Oh, do you? I'm not very good with heights. I'm really fine with water and depth. So I used to skydive. Oh, my God. So, well, yeah, go and that really is an... And, and I hate running. Yeah, you I like see? lifting heavy things. Amazing. So actually between us, we're yeah. one normally rounded human. If everybody else dies in an apocalypse, yeah. career, it's left to us. We can't procreate, Jess. No, I know, but, well, we. I don't know. I'm not very good at science. I'm assuming maybe you're really good at science. Yeah, I'm really good at, good at science. So yeah. you could probably work out some technology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clone. We yeah. could 3D print some We could work children. something out. We're very inventive. Or maybe we're allowed to keep our spawn. Yeah, maybe. If we just maybe. keep our spawn, maybe get them together. Let someone part me with my spawn. We're not cr- related. Oh, I that's true. Be, yeah. Um, and the age gap wouldn't matter in a couple of decades, would it? I mean, yours is four now, it's a bit early, but you know, yeah. in a couple of decades. A couple of decades, no one's going to mind that. I'll have what, a forty. I'll have a forty-two-year-old son by then. So <laughs> I know you're trying not to look shocked that I've got a twenty-two-year-old. Have you? Just, I have got a twenty-two-year-old. Wow. Yeah, I have twenty-two. Did you think that was one of my best gags? Yeah. Twenty-two-year-old like, son. Yeah. No, it gets even better than yeah. that. Yeah. But um, the other good thing about skiing is it makes you a real knob at dinner parties. So that's like a win-win, isn't it? Winning all round. Delicious. There's a gig at the McCunliffe Festival now in a a Michelin-styled restaurant. Oh, it is there? Yes, where that's... you get paid in dinner. Really? Yeah, I couldn't do it in the end. I had to turn it down. Really? That's give it to Simon Munnery, who snapped it up. It'd be a waste of I only on got me. offered it very last minute. Did you? Yeah. Well, oh, of course it would be wasted yeah. on you, because yeah, yeah. you'd be like, this, you, just, yeah, you might, you might, this might as well some... be nuggets. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I'd sooner it was. I can't believe I'm doing a podcast with someone who really doesn't want things to taste of anything. Is a moron. You're not... Cut... It's funny that you're sitting... It's not moronic. You know your own mouth, buds. Well, we're, it's, it's, it is ironic that we're doing your podcast in my kitchen, my kitchen which has been out of commission for six weeks because it hasn't had a floor. So yeah. I haven't had a stove, a fridge, a floor for six weeks. It's only just got put back in. And everyone That's was beautiful. like, oh, thank you very much. But everyone was like, uh, what, what have you been doing then if you haven't got like a stove or a fridge for six weeks? I barely noticed. I barely noticed I didn't have a so kitchen. How do you exist, Deliveroo? No, I do, I do eat. I do eat. I don't, and I'm not. I'm fairly thrifty, Jess. Yeah. I'm a I'm a, a conundrum. So I'll, I just have like a very basic range of things that I'll have. So like cereal is a big feature of my life. I've got okay. a lot of lot of different cereals, healthy cereals. I'm not an added sugar cereal. <laughs> don't so worry. Unrefined, you unrefined could be an added muesli, sugar. But I don't happen to be one. I'm okay, more fine. of a sort of oh, muesli yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. old oats. Sort of. I might even have a, a quinoa based cereal. Might um, of I course might. you will. We're in North London now. <laughs> I might do that. I'm going to make you eat a Cheeto from America. <laughs> you won't need to make me eat that. I'll fight me off that. So that I could live off these things. I've brought you absolute shit from mainly America. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what I would happily live off. So I would, I would live off. Shit I still want to know before we get onto this, and then let's eat some of this. I want to know um, what the other things are apart from cereal, then. So now after a run, I'll have toast and a poached egg. Oh, lovely. That's yeah, really nice. That's really nice. I mean, I will sometimes make myself have spinach with that. I'd rather mm. not, but I know I know you should. So I will do that. I love um, spinach yeah. so much. Not into it. I like things that people make for me. So yes. like if my friend, I've, one of my best friends lives opposite me across the road. She she moved in since she was a best friend rather than me acquiring her because she was in the road. That's I feel really I need lovely. to say that. That's really lovely. It's a whole oh, different thing. you're allowed to make a best yeah. friend with your neighbour. No, you are, but I feel like it's less tragic if I tell you she was my friend and then she moved it's, in. If anything, it sounds a bit romantic. Yeah, it is a it's bit really romantic. Lovely. Yeah, there's three of us in her marriage, um, much to the delight <laughs> of her husband. But she's an incredible cook. So quite right. often, so I would, during the lack of kitchen days, yeah. I would just be like, oh, do you know, what's for what's for supper and obviously we all knew it wasn't a joke and yeah. um and then she so she'll manage to because she's such an amazing cook yeah she can get me to eat all eat all kinds of things oh, i wouldn't normally really? eat because it tastes so nice and because i know she does it with love yeah and i sit with her kids at the table and i feel like welcomed yes. yeah yeah How and lovely. we break bread 
So that she's kind of responsible for my five a day. I've delegated okay. that to Joe. Um, <laughs> Thank so, you, Joe. So when Joe's on holiday, obviously my diet yeah. gets very poor. My skin gets very bad. Um, I do have a nutrient. <laughs> when Joe's on holiday, <laughs> my skin gets really bad. It's Kelly, <laughs> you're a grown-up. Imagine what's going to happen in Edinburgh. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Can Joe not make it? No, she can't. Not make even it. for a weekend. She might come for two days. Oh my of, like, God! Just twin, bring you some kale. She'll inject me with spirulina and depart. <laughs> I have got a Nutribullet, you may have seen. Yes, very yeah. nice. So, um, so I will put everything in a Nutribullet. So yes. if I'm trying to get through a lot Just of different... Smash I'll smash some, yeah. through some stuff because I know I should. Um, and I like like fruit and berries and things like that. And I like a salad. If it's, I'd like someone to just make me a salad. I just yeah. can't be bothered making stuff. Yeah. So when I used to spend a lot of time in the States, I loved having salads in LA because you. This is twenty years ago, but even then it was such a big thing there. Yeah. And you could just have salads that even I would like, and somebody made them for you, and they were massive. And they filled you up. And they didn't have any red onions in. No red onions in. I also don't like, you might have noticed a theme on what I sent you. I'm not very big on protein generally. I find it really hard to get right. protein down me. I really, okay. really don't like protein. Oh yeah, burgers. Well, sushi I think of as quite a re- all-round coverall thing. But um, yeah. Yeah, I'm not a, I was so vegetarian not, for a right. really long time. So I was vegetarian for... Well, I say really long time. I was vegetarian for a decade. That's plenty. That's yeah. plenty from young, from yeah. sort of 13, 14. Right. To and was that out of, uh, you know, cruelty to animals or just a sort of instinctive I was sent choice. to a boarding school a right. boarding school for a bit. And um, my brother was already there. And he said, the only way you're going to survive the school meals here is say you're vegetarian because then you get like pizza and stuff. The meat is unedible. Oh, God. So then I said I was going to be vegetarian. Oh, and then my mum was like, survival. unless you are vegetarian, we're not telling the school you're vegetarian. I was like, fine. I am vegetarian, wow. so I I was vegetarian. Yeah, she was like, I'm not. So, uh, my parents yeah. were quite. They were teachers. They were quite. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, so, moralistic. Moralistic. Rather than, oh no, okay. they were just like you, if you unless you are, we're not lying about it. <gasps> so I. Oh my god, that's the opposite of my parents. So I, yeah, I think I would have got on well with your parents. <laughs> so because of my parents, I became veggie for years. Right. And then when I did start eating, I've been been quite a selective meat eater. I do like fish, so I would do yeah. like you know, yeah, you know, salmon or trout or whatever. Yeah. I'll, I'll eat that. I'll even eat a bit of cod. I won't make it though. I'd never, I'd never I make it. Love it that, that was that that's a step down from salmon or trout. I'd yeah. even eat a bit of cod. Yeah, I would eat a bit of cod. Yeah. <laughs> Hake. That's my favourite. Oh, and I find hake is a bit like cake, and not just in the word, but it's too it's quite a sort of sturdy bit of fish, isn't it? Yeah. Do you like a sturdy bit of fish? Yeah, especially if you've got like a like a spicy sauce or maybe a coconut. Who would sauce. make that for you though, Jess? So you I, I would be you would make me. would you make it for me? Yes. Okay. Brilliant. I wish I'd done that now. Yeah. We've recorded this at a time where I've been too busy to cook for you because I've yeah. come straight from a long weekend of work and a busy morning of it. Right. I'm going to ask you stuff about eating. Yes. But should we try some of this ridiculous yeah, food yeah. first? I know most of this food because I've spent so much of my time in the oh, States. In the States. So yeah. I've not had an American Cheeto since oh. I was last in the And these in are New pure York. cheese ones, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Oh. I didn't get the spicy ones because no. I thought you too were much, your child's too I love these. I used to bring these back for my kids. I love these as well. Yeah. But also, I wonder whether they still do a thing where they make your hands stay orange yeah, they for do. hours yeah, afterwards. Yeah, yeah, they do. I'm hoofing in already. Well, yeah. Well, I've just taken a handful. I mean that I would just still so good. If I could eat this all day, yeah. If someone said to me, "That's all your, that's all your food groups." Oh my god! Can you imagine this? I feel like there ought to be a technology. It's going to be terrifying, isn't it? Read it out. Enriched corn, wheat, cornmeal, ferrous sulfate, niacin, whatever things I can't pronounce. Um, Then there is uh, vegetable oil. Cheese seasoning, whey, cheddar cheese, milk, cream cultures, salt, enzymes. What's a cheese seasoning? Well, that's what it's comprised right. of. C- canola oil. Isn't that what you use when you have cystitis? <laughs> canola. Canola that's, oil. Um, canister. Oh, caniston. So caniston oil. <laughs> Maltodextrin made from corn. Natural and artificial flavours. Oh, you see, no, they don't say what they are. No. And that's a key that bit. That could mean anything. Salt, whey, protein. It's like popping on the end and loads of other shit. Yes. Monosodium glutamate, obs, lactic acid, Ops. citric acid, artificial colour. And then it says yellow six in brackets. No, I don't know about yellow six. Yellow six, I think that's what I've got on the walls from Farrow and Ball. <laughs> um, and salt. And then it says contains milk ingredients. 
So actually they're hiding. Mm. I think the, the real key thing there is the indeterminate artificial flavours. Yeah. How are they allowed to do that? In the, in the UK, we wouldn't be allowed to just say artificial flavours. Well, we will we? soon once we're out of the EU. We'll say what we like. You have to, you'll be able to say what you fucking like yeah, if we do yeah. deal with these cunts. Yeah, that's what we'll do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also got... We'll have to, probably. Do you think so? It's going to be horrible for meat eaters. Well, we have to have Cheetos instead of Brie. I mean, that's... We'll cope. Yeah, I'll be... Listen, I'll mm. be like, what, what took us so long? You know my daughter's... You just met my daughter, who's yeah. 19. She's back from university for a week or two. And we were driving back up from Dorset last night from mm. doing the fringe thing down there. And she said, Mum, your fridge isn't like other people's. I said, what do you mean? She said, it's only now I've left home. She's a great cook, by the oh, way. Oh, is yeah, she? Yeah, great cook. So is her dad. And she said, um, she said, it's only since I've left home that I've realised like, how weird our fridge is. I said, what do you mean weird? I said, well, what's in it that's weird? She goes, no, it's what's not in it that is weird. I said, what do you mean? She goes, everyone else's fridge will have like half an onion wrapped up in cling film. They'll have little bits of stuff in Tupperware pots that they've half cooked that need still eating. They'll have bits and bobs. And, and she said, our fridge is just everything sort of in packages. And, yeah, and, and maybe some salad in the vegetable drawer. So, yeah, she... Fair enough. She was punching down on my fridge. Oh, I throwing know. shade on your fridge. Yeah, that's what she was doing. You've got all this ahead of you. Oh, God. Only your fridge is exemplary. Oh, and already, like, Rudy's new favourite thing is to walk into the kitchen as I'm cooking something. And, frankly, it's it's usually something really nice. Yeah. And he'll go, ah, it smells disgusting in here again. <laughs> Three years old, the little douchebag. I think he'd like to come here. He'd like the stuff here. He'd be like... Marmite on he'd toast be all again. over this sugary he'd crap love all that this. we're trying now. Yeah, he'd love he would it. love all of this. I think part of my weird eating hasn't been helped by the fact that I have an autistic son who uh-huh. won't eat most things. Oh, really? Um, Your twist-two-year-old son? Yes. So and I've... once upon a time, he was three. Right. Like yours. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Is it textures or liquid versus dry or is it to do with... It's much less rational than that right. to me. Obviously right, to him yeah, yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense. So for example, he'll eat um, cucumber and cherry tomato are probably the only two veg he'll reliably eat. Mm-hmm. But then if you try to slip in uh, a pomodoro tomato... Or like, is that like an oval cherry yeah, tomato? Yeah, very unlikely that you'd get that past the jury. <laughs> and if you tried a yellow tomato, cherry <sighs> tomato, even that's the right shape... That would be an absolute non-starter. And then if there were yellow ones in the bowl with the red ones, he wouldn't want the red ones out of that bowl. Um, so, yeah, so that's quite tricky. Quite uh, okay. And and it's, it's, and it's certain smells and certain... When I did um, I did a mindfulness sort of... Um, quite intensive mindfulness thing last year for 10 weeks where I sort of got into all of that and it was mindfulness to help deal with depression and anxiety. Mm. And there was this woman on there and we had to be, do mindful eating as part of our early yeah, bit. I don't know if you Yeah, you had to like eat a raisin mindfully. And, oh God, yeah. I've, never, I've never done any mindful eating course, but I would love to for the podcast. Well, it would be a great and thing to do. Life, yeah, well, I, I... Tell me about eating. So eating, Callie, eating just stop mindfully. Please, can you tell me quite specifically about eating a raisin mindfully? So what they do please. is, and this is, a set, this is a set course, so there'll be lots of people listening who will have done this and I've got friends in other countries who've done this. So I ju- and I've and I've got friends in other countries. So I'd just like you to know that. So this is a standard. It, it's a specific mindfulness course for depression and anxiety, okay. which lots of people do. I'm sorry for laughing. No, no, you can, so, about the raisin so, bit. Lots, so the raisin bit. So lots of people would have done this. So I think it's in the first one. And I feel like it's if you can get over this, you can get over anything. They they start they start oh, with it, and you have to close your eyes, right. and then the assist the sort of support. Have you got a raisin we could try it with? Of course, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be silly. And you put the and then someone puts the raisin. I'm going to do it with a Cheeto to you, yeah. right? So put your hand out, close your eyes, right? So I'm not going to tell you what this is, Jess. Okay. So I just keep, Cheeto now. keep your eyes closed, yeah. okay? And then don't open your eyes. I just I'm want so you to... Scared. Okay, and I just want you to think I about how like that feels. This, just I don't m- like it because just my eyes are closed. Mind, with your eyes closed, mindfully <laughs> notice what's in your hand. Just think, it's notice how it's very, feeling. Oh, God, I'm just so and really notice, desperate to check it's And cheating. notice how you're feeling. I'm feeling really stressed <laughs> out about it. And just I let those, accept those feelings. Okay, great. Let those Done feelings it. wash over you. Yeah. And when you're ready, Drowning you can gradually them. open your eyes and look at your thing in your hand. <laughs> you a really small I round one. It sounds like a raisin. Sorry, you give me a raisin. I'm taking a picture of this. It's not very It's a Stanislavski and Cheeto pretending to be a raisin. Stanislavski and Cheeto So there's the. So now what you do is. 
And you get used to... Um, so I put my hand next to it by way of perspective. Yeah, I've got really big hands. <laughs> so now you, at your leisure, you, you start to touch it, smell it, do whatever you'd like with it. <coughs> okay. And at a certain point, you can you can eat it. I'm going to keep I eating it. It smells very... Um... Does it smell like a raisin? <laughs> doesn't does it? it smells like a cheeto yeah it smells like a nubbin of a cheeto does it? someone's snapped off the, the bob end of a of a cheeto it's um just the tip that's what <laughs> i'm saying <started>. oh god <laughs> it's surprisingly heavy well it feels quite dense these are quite feel the they weight are. of that that is a heavy it's a heavy it's not crisp is it it's that's not light a, and airy imagine about a bag this. of quavers the same size this is going to um yeah you wouldn't get anywhere no. near it i reckon you if i lob this at someone with enough skill yeah you could They'd know you'd take know their eye out. But yeah, I don't think quite an eye out. Yeah, like Samson I've... and Delilah. Yeah. No, that was the hair. It <laughs> was the Goliath, hair. David and Goliath. Goliath with his rock. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you had a slingshot. Yeah, if I had a slingshot, I reckon. I don't think you'd take an eye out, but I think you'd feel a, like a dunk. Do you think it would make a little bruise? Yeah, it'd be the equivalent of. So if, if, if you get your middle finger and tap yourself quite hard in the cheek. Yeah. That. But you can do that without a slingshot, can't yeah, you? Yeah, I can, yeah. and I've done it and I've enjoyed it. Yeah. That's sort of, you know. So now you've got to think so I about. picked it up now. Well, so then it was like a bit like being new at school because I was watching other people and all I wanted to do <clears throat> was just get it down. I was yeah, like, let's just get the thing. Yeah, but then other people were. And then I thought, when you do eat it, are you I allowed to. It. Yeah, you could. So licking a lot of people, there's a lot of licking and smelling. You haven't done much of your Ollie, Ollie, Ollie factory. I sniffed it once and went, it smells of cheese. I don't think that's going to change. Was that all? Was that yeah. all you needed to do? Yeah. Still um, smells of cheese? Still, now it <clears> smells <throat> a bit of cheese and a bit of lick. Does it? Yeah. Um, and then you've already been more mindful with this than I was with my real mindful. I'm now. Yeah, but I feel like because this is mindful, I'm not allowed to chew it, and I just well, as long as you're noticing, you could chew it mindfully, you could scoff it mindfully, as I've proved to myself when I had to do mindful eating. You can. I've always felt scoff. like it's a sign of being very mature and very wise if you cannot chew. Have you? Uh, yeah, like if you've got the willpower to not chew like a Rolo or a Polo or another Oh, uh, yeah, but no one's got that willpower, have or they? Or this mindful um, Cheeto. Are you sucking on a mindful Cheeto? Yeah. That's a good day, isn't it? It's, it's only going Monday. Away. It's going away. Imagine how good this week's going to be. <clears throat> if you started chewing on a Cheeto stub. Yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, it's gone now. Coffee nut M and M's. I know. I like coffee flavor things. But I, I do realize as well. I'm, oh yes. Yes. Oh my god. I love coffee. I've never meet anyone else coffee who does. Walnut cake. Yes, the best cake. Queen of the okay. cake. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Well, we might be yin and yang when it comes to the exercise yeah. we love and hate, but. Oh, no, anything coffee-flavoured. Sweet, Love ones. it. Yeah. And do you like coffee? Right, I'm going in. I do like coffee, but mainly for the. That's not bad. It's very sweet. Oh, it's a bit much. Yeah. Also. Nah. And the texture's not right. No. And it's that pure sugar. Like shit chocolate. Yeah. The chocolate's too shit. Yeah. It's all it's all it's oh, all sugar. nuts don't really taste or anything. No, it's lost it's lost everything that makes a snicker a snicker. Sorry, Snickers, you fucked it. Yeah. I only bought this one because it's called Mounds and that sounds like tits. Yeah, that's good. But it also looks like it might be a bounty, a dark chocolate. I think it's bounty. an American bounty. I've got no interest in it. I know I uh-huh. like Do you it. not I like, like coconut? Not in the context of a chocolate bar like that. So you don't like a bounty? No, thank you. So in the celebrations jar... Keep them. Really? What would your go-to be? Galaxy. Simple. Not caramel. No, no, no. And um, Malteser. I don't care about Maltesers generally, but the Maltesers that you get in celebrations... The fake ones that aren't Maltesers. Well, they're better. Are they? Because it's Malteser chocolate, but you get way more chocolate on the oval bottom, the flat oval surface. But then aren't they pieces of, of honeycomb no. rather than a round bit? No, no, no. You still get oh, the round do. Malteser yeah. inside, but you just get wet. It's equi- It's like a Malteser chunky. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. Like a Kit Kat chunky. Yeah, it's a Malteser mm. chunky. Like, you see, I'd Superior. be straight in for the bounty. Right, I'm going. This does look. That looks exactly like a bounty. Do you think? I think. It, no, I'm lots thinking. of people think that a, that a dark bounty really should nice be nowadays. should be banned for starters, don't they? Yeah. Right, I'm having a um, coffee nut M and M. That looks like a. Do you remember those? Um... Oh, it looks like that cherry ripe thing that you get in Australia. No, you know those things people used to have a cream fries fries something. Turkish. Cream. No, the cream what the. Oh, I do know what yeah, you mean. Yeah, that looks like dark blue. Yeah, it looks like that. Oh, these are pretty. I mean, they also look like a droppings. That looks like the sort of necklace that you'd get at a craft fair in Devon. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Right. Did he say in Dagenham? Yeah, in Devon. In Devon. <laughs> That's a quite specific Dagenham. Yeah. I've hardly asked you any of my questions, Kelly. Um, Tell me what those ones are like. I'm liking this. Oh, 
I really like that. The coffee flavouring's quite synthetic, but what did I expect? It's an M&M. So it's a coffee flavouring on top of a nut? Mm-hmm. With it's basically a peanut M&M. With a coffee chocolate? With a coffee twist, like some with some coffee in the chocolate. I can't believe more people don't like coffee flavourings and mm. things. It's, I, so... it's my favourite flavour ice cream. Oh, me too. Nobody feels Nobody like that. Nobody does. I mean, it's just us. You can hardly ever get a coffee and walnut cake. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Have you ever used food as something other than food, e.g.? Because I think that question sounds filthy. It does, yeah. E.g. as a weapon or as part of a prank. You've innocented it down there, haven't well, you? Well, I don't care what the answer is, but we can give whatever answer. But No, the only thing I can think of is rude thing. I can okay. only think of sex things. Yeah, yeah. Well, I really want to yeah. know those, but it's the middle of the day. It is the middle of the day. Okay. Um, and bear in mind, I'm 50, so there's been a lot of years of doing lots of things like that. So, you know, I've got, I've got a list for all of <gasps> these things. So that's for another... I have I'm in my few dances with that. I've been so disappointing. There. Have they? But maybe the person you were with was just disappointing you and you thought you'd spice it up with that. And then you were like, no, no, it's just sticky and disappointing. I went out with someone once who thought it was sexy to kiss me, but without having told me that there was some food in his mouth, that he was going to transfer during the kiss into my mouth. What sort of age person was this? 12 years older than me. I think it's 12 years old. 12 years older than you. So yeah. so consenting adults. This yeah. wasn't a sort of <laughs> no, no, no. school disco no, kind of... No, this wasn't it. Yeah, this was... Because um... a school disco might be, like, efficient, you know, if, if all we've got is one oh, tube God. of hubba bubba. Oh, like, have some of God. Mine. Um, no, I've never done that. No. Nor have I been Horrible. the recipient. Don't try it. Well, I'm not going to. And if anyone did that to me, I would take that as an ultimate violation. Yeah. I went out with him for years. Did you? That. Yeah. Did you? Mm. And did you ever give him bits of like roast chicken back or anything? Jesus Christ. No. Disgusting. <laughs> <You> just... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, it's such a grim thought. What was the food? Like, it would be like a. Once he tried it with ice cream. Oh, so he didn't just do it once? Oh, no, he tried it quite oh, a few times. It and was it was when thing. it got to ice, it was often like a bit of chocolate or whatever. Oh, he often but would with do ice it. cream, oh. I was like, I don't like this anymore. What? I don't like it. You Can took you you, doing that? It took you it ice cream. It took ice cream for me to buy. That's disgusting. I didn't. But you accepted all the other room temperature foods so for him. years. The stuff I put up with when I'm really into someone, Callie. That's what? why I've got to watch myself. You've really got to watch yourself. I have, because I will literally eat. These are red lines people don't even yeah. feel they have to need to talk about because they're like, I would know that. No, I've been doing, I've, I've been accepting sucked chocolate as have a you? gift from mouth to mouth. That... Not for a long time. This was a long time ago. Yeah, but you did it for a long time. No, I, it probably happened about five times ever. Five times That's ever. Enough, isn't it? That's a lot of times. That's enough, isn't it? Even a hat trick of reused chocolate would be a lot. <laughs> I think you've um, you let yourself down there. You let us all down. I've let feminism down. You have. Five second rule, yes or no? Well, I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As long as five seconds isn't out of somebody's mouth. No, but off the yeah, floor. Yeah, off the floor. You're smashing that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, okay, that's good to know. Mm. Just, I do, what do you think? Depends on the environment, but as a rule, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and including outdoors. 
you Which know, a lot of people have a bit more boundaries about outdoors, and I think if no, anything, better. It depends whose house, but you know, I've got cats, children, all sorts of people yeah. come and go pets, here. Pets, I think other people have a rule. Fine if there's been no pets. No, nah, really? don't mind. My pets, one of my pets, sits on that fish tank a lot of the time, and yeah. some people find that very unhygienic that there's a cat sitting on a fish tank on a kitchen counter, and I'm like, well. No one's cooking, so you're fine. So, no, it won't spoil. It won't no spoil your tea. Cooking, so you're fine. <laughs> so it's you know that could be happening now. Were the cat not out on the wall? Yeah. Um, should we find someone that does really good coffee and walnut cake in yeah. Edinburgh? Oh yeah. Or I'll bake one. Yeah. Do what? both. By the way, I can I can bake. Oh, can you? Yeah. Now there's a curveball, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Out of nowhere. So that's sciencey cooking. Yeah. That takes effort and it, skill. It doesn't take effort and skill. It, it means that you have to have no flair. It's story of my life. No pizzazz. No flair. I think the Keep makers beavering. and avid watchers of Bake Off would argue. That's true. But the way I do it is like <laughs> the way I do it is if there's a way to make a shortbread, keeping the you know the relative amounts of the key ingredients. To what's on the list, and it turns out a shortbread. I'm fine. If right. it needed a bit of flair and flurry, I wouldn't be your woman. Okay. Uh, so, but as soon when it's just when it's just following a list, yeah. using one's left brain, not one's right brain, yeah. I can do that. And I like eating the product. Yeah. So it kind of what's not to like. Yeah. So I can bake, and I also really like the smell of baking in the house. So I kind of like to bake. Yes. Because then I sometimes also feel like a grown up just for a minute. Do you oh, ever feel so like a grown lovely. up? Yeah, just for a minute, but not long. No, little flashes. Yeah, it? I get a flash of grown up. It's the highest feeling, isn't it? Those little flashes. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, yes. I want stuffed red good. pepper and I felt like a grown up for a week. <laughs> <laughs> I feel about baking like I do about horror films. I've had to force myself. I realise really? it's a very nourishing and brilliant part of the universe and of cookery and, and your films. child's upbringing lovely yeah. thing to do with your kid sit there and watch some horror yeah. films yeah exactly <laughs> really important yeah start it's with the bad ones three, yeah. Rudy. exactly <laughs> you're nearly four oh, you're going God. to school in the, in the autumn Johnny um, <laughs> Rudy's a good name by the way thank you yeah really good name um yeah I uh, I kind of think oh I understand that baking's really good so I do it but I love cooking, and that's I understand really, that horror films are some of them are brilliant. It's a genre that's I just can't watch them. I can bake, but I can't watch horror I films. Worked in a video shop briefly when they used to still exist in Blackheath, and a big independent one. And you had to know about you had to watch the latest releases. But you see, I'm a BAFTA voter, and I don't them. watch anything that's horrific. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I had to really. What was that one where the man had to cut? That wasn't a horror, but the one where he had to cut his arm off. You oh know? yeah, 127 hours. Yeah, I mean, I did watch that. Days. Hours. Hours. Days, I think yeah, he'd, he'd be, run out, he'd he'd be, be dehydrated, just at a guess. I mean, yeah. I'm no expert on these I things. Love I did love it too, but, and that was full on, wasn't it? Yeah. And having to watch, I felt like it took 127 hours. It did. And yeah. I I had to sit through it because it was a proper, like, invited to yes. with a Q&A with the director and the actor and everything else. So I had to sit through it. And I came out of it and I looked, I went to the loo and I saw myself in the, I looked like I was, dying i was gray so i'd gone beyond white to gray i just looked shocked i looked like i'd just personally been in a car accident oh, really yeah. have you ever seen vera drake yes i love that film love i watched too. it on my own i think there's probably a bit of pmt involved in my something often like is and i watched it on my own you know just in my room as a i think i don't know if i was a student or beyond that anyway all that's by the by i cried so much um but, but then I'd forgotten I'd cried that much. But you know when you cry so much that actually that changes your face for the yeah, next half yeah, yeah. hour? Along, sometimes the next half day like, as you yeah, get older. You, yeah, you're, my eyes were all puffed and swollen yeah. and pink and completely red eye in the white bits and my face was all blotchy and red and I'd forgotten I'd cried because you cry at a film and then you don't carry on crying after a film and had sort of half an hour of pottering and the door, the door went and opened it and my friend was like, oh my fucking God! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, oh, I'm fine. Like, it was just a sad film. It is so funny when you watch your own, or your idea of what you look like, be changed by a massive oh, yeah. trauma or yeah, emotion. Yeah. Especially once it's passed. And in the film, you don't... And when it's reflected back to you by friends. Yeah. Oh, when well, they're the ones yeah, who say, look brutal. at you, and you're like, yeah. no, I think I look fine. No, I looked properly, I looked shocked, like properly like I'd experienced a deep trauma. Well, you had. And I had. It was horrific. That and was it. at the end where the real chaps, and you saw the real chap as well. Yeah, I saw the real chap. Pretended I hadn't closed my eyes during the key bit of the film. Could you watch the bit where he actually cut through? No. 
I could not look. Do you know what I might have done? I can't remember. Since I've had a kid, I can't watch anything like that. Really? Yeah. So you've got anything my... gory. Really? It's not, I'm not, I don't mind scary, you know, I still sort of will endure scary things, but I cannot bear gory things and I can't bear any, any kind of child bad things happening to No, children. of course not. Anything I've told abducted. I mean, it's or... such basic, I'm such a basic bitch, human wise. Well, it's I really think... obvious what's happened there. Yeah, it's I think we a... can work that out, even yeah. those of us without children <laughs> yeah. can see what happened there. But it's interesting, the gory bit you found hard. I found anything that was sort of, I really find it upsetting that my daughter watches horror films and things that are difficult to watch. I feel like I want her not to watch yeah. upsetting things. And she's like 19, why do I care? I don't like oh. to think she sees those sad things. Yeah. I'd like her not to. I love it so much. She's an amazing cook. She's <laughs> such she's a rebel. She and her boyfriend cook on a level that I've never... They send pictures yeah. on the family WhatsApp wow. of things they cook. They are incredible cooks and they oh. love cooking. They properly... Well, they Amsterdam, cook. where she lives, has yeah. got some amazing, amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. So, yeah, right. no, she loves it. And they've got, they've got like a little a, a proper kind of market near them. They go and get fresh stuff on the market and see what's there in terms of fish wow. or meat. They're like the grown-ups I've never... Been. ever been and when I go over there they, like, Ella's like I'll cook for you mum because you know it's really good for you to have a couple of days where you eat good food so yeah <laughs> she properly yeah she properly is like come on we're gonna make this for you and when was the last time you know you had a good meal like this so yeah they cook for me yeah so Magical. yeah I keep waiting for her to cook now she's home but she hasn't yet she hasn't mustered it up yeah like, busy with her come friends. on Ella so, yeah sort it out In my tongue. Have you ever done a travel that was particularly memorable because of what you ate? Yeah, probably. Um, well, we stayed in a longhouse in Malaysian Borneo. Whoa. And the stuff you got there, <clears throat> it was. I, can't, I don't know. I don't think you could have actually. I couldn't tell you what it actually was, but it was like pulpy, not massively kind of hygienic. You didn't really know what was in it. Yeah. Just crack on because that's what's available and what you'd get. And sort of, kind of like it wasn't tea, but a sort of hot drink that also looked quite indeterminate. Yes. So that, you know, and by then you're trekking through the rainforest and that's all you're going to get. So you just, you just eat it and you don't ask. And yeah. I will, you can imagine that the combination of Ella, who's a normal human who can eat lots of different things, me with my palate and Jake with his autism. Yeah. That's quite the party to be going to stay in a long, in a long house in Borneo. <laughs> So we did that and, and had whatever that was. And I remember when we, we travelled around um, South Africa and Swaziland, but not the kind of fancy bits like mm. we did. And we started off the first day, we went um, around Soweto. And there there was, we went into one kind of hut there and it, there was a sort of very strong home brewed, like, I don't know what it would have been, but like a sort of a, a kind of fusty, musty booze kind of beer. Booze no, definitely a booze, the booze thing. And it literally, the tradition is that you it it gets passed around the whole village and you all take a sip. Ooh. And the and the point being, and you would give it to your guests last because it's all about <gasps> the guests showing their trust of the village. Oh, I see. So literally that's you watch a, it, which oh, is a lovely that's, thing. Fascinating, but also really disgusting. Really hard. And and I could see Ella thinking, I'm at least going to have to be the, the first of the three of us or this isn't going to work. So she sort of plonked herself at the end of the village yeah. as a buffer between the, the village and me and Jake. And then I could see her just look at us like just do it to pre- don't if make you have a, to pretend don't make pretend. a fuss I yeah. did pretend and after did you? No, well, Jake didn't did open it. your mouth I didn't open my mouth um, I Jake, think they know Jake, Jake do it Jake did it and then was really angry that I didn't open my mouth like, <gasps> like I'd broken I the family understand. pact yeah he was like I'm angry yeah but you mentioned it yeah. so um, <laughs> so yeah you, you raised this ugly beaten family rich beast <laughs> So, um, but the good thing is when there's just three of you on holiday and I was paying, they had yeah. to be, they had to yeah. stick with me. Yeah. They were too young to just go, sorry, <laughs> we're off. Drink the beer, yeah, we're, we're taking the tent. We'll see you. you but actually that whole trip, so we did proper sort of, you know, it was, it was kind of like sleeping in little two man tents and lots of places without um, electricity or any sort of, any kind of outside world influences. So you just have whatever is there. So again, you're eating meat that I've got no idea what it, well, it was. was. Wow. And I did, and I will do that then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I will on yeah. travels like You kind of have to. Yeah. And, and Jake will get over his, although Jake went to Tanzania when he was really young, he was like 14 because he, he works as a conservationist and a oh, zookeeper. Wow. Um, and so he's been into that from very young and his right. first trip was to Tanzania when he was 14 and he went for three weeks with a charity and I remember thinking, you're just not going to eat because you won't eat the stuff they yeah. have there. Well, somehow there were pictures on the charity blog. That was the only way I was in touch with him. Of him, like, he was cooking up a chilli, uh, like, in the, and he'd managed to somehow 
get ingredients for a chili and he obviously in desperation to eat one of the only things he liked was yeah. like I'm going to find a way to make a chili in Tanzania and he did it so he did it yeah wow he didn't Good find any cherry tomatoes though oh. there were none to be had yeah I have a friend who um, for years worked for a, a charity that meant spending lots of time in Ghana and she looked, she she managed one trip out there as a vegetarian because Are all you... there was to eat was um, dairy leaf slices and crackers. See, I'd like that. <laughs> you would have been all right. I would actually to be vegetarian to get that. I um I I ask all my guests, but you don't have to feel obliged to answer. But um, ever have you always had a good relationship with eating? No, no, really not a good relationship. As really you might be guessing ones. from this, the way we're talking. No, I've had a properly. So I was very, I was very, very overweight. I talk about this in my, in my, uh, in my. Well, not podcast. This is your in, in my your show, show in my Edinburgh show. I only touch on it in this show, mm. but I was a very um, overweight kid, like yeah. sort of obese kid, and and ginger as I still am, and that's not a winning combination to be a, a school child in the seventies. Probably right. isn't a winning combination now. So I got very sort of picked on, and I was very sort of unappealing looking teenager. Until I decided to lose a ton of weight in the least healthy way possible. Mm. And of course, as we know, you get so much affirmation for how you look, even though you're doing something terribly unhealthy. So of course, that then gives you... So then I suddenly was a bit more... Had a bit more social currency because of that. And that probably kicked off a lifetime oh, it of... it literally increases your privilege. Like oh, literally. Your privilege. Yeah, and I talk... You know, part of the reason... What I talk about in the show is that I never... It's taken me till I'm 50... 50 to be visible it's taken me this long to know what being visible is because yeah. I didn't fit the mould of what was visible yeah. then I was so unhappy I totally lost my way and lost myself and it's only now and that you know I sort of joke about the running but yeah. part of the reason I run you asked about the fuel for food thing yeah. that's a much much healthier way for me to see food so rather yeah. than saying I won't have this or that's really bad or don't do that yeah. it's like well you're looking after yourself you can run you're yeah. allowed to fuel your body and eat yeah. and I try not to have such an emotional relationship with yeah. food but it's people looking at me would not think I had those issues because I'm a very normal sized yeah, woman yeah, yeah. but I've I've had lots of issues with with uh, very similar issues to friends of mine who've got um you know eating disorders where it's an obvious mm. more obvious thing yeah, and they yeah, look yeah. more clearly as if they do because yeah. I don't look as if I do it masks the fact yeah. and lots of people don't look like they've got yeah, yeah. you know bad relationships oh, I know food, from this podcast they? and from before that as well but I've had it really hammered home from over a year of this podcast that there's hardly any woman who's have, had yeah. uh, who's had a, an entirely complication free time with eating i hard i i've maybe spoken to one or two it's so sad uh, isn't and, it and, and, and the and the women i have in my life who are who have fucking sound effortlessly sound relationships with eating will have a fucked up relationship with some other emotional number or controlly thing oh really yeah so that's really interesting you know be it relationships or drink or whatever there'll be some other way where because I think it's I don't know this is going to sound more hopeless than I think it does I know I've had a, a very very positive time over the last year and a half and so I know that you can come out of all sorts of ways and mindsets with enough work or patience or acknowledgement that the odd failure is all right and that it's, you know, whatever. These things aren't, and don't mean this to sound hopeless, but I also think it's very much part of the human condition that uh, staring the reality, our reality and the reality of our emotions right in the face is fucking terrifying. Yeah, it is. And we have always and will always be looking for ways to numb that, distract from that, looking for ways to get highs, ways to get lows. Well, or to give eating a... is hugely emotional. Well, it's hugely and, comforting, isn't yeah. it? I mean, it really is comforting. Yeah, and and it, well, our brains are designed to kick off all... They're very yeah. happy when we eat. I know. You know, and there's some foods that are addictive. There are... Well, sugar's addictive, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. As, as I've just proved, eating all of that. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's got sugar and caffeine in those. I think I it's... Um, but when you think but, about that, people do... Um, I always think it's a very unfair thing that I, I have gone through my drink and drugs years, but now I'm pretty clean when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. But for me, I think food there's almost more of a stigma with food so somebody who's oh, like really there's more shame, there's more shame. My, my, you know one of my very close friends is is you know she really struggles with her weight and her mm. eating and she's so ashamed of it and yet everyone else who's a sibling of hers in her family everyone else is an alcoholic and I'm like okay so you feel more ashamed not that you should feel ashamed if you're an alcoholic but there is support it can be if you say at a 
drinks thing oh no I, I don't drink and someone says yeah. not at all and you say not at all then they probably will think you're, 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 you're an alcoholic and yeah. you can't drink but people with, with food it's everywhere you can't well sort of, also you can't just stop you can't just stop and everything else you can yeah, just stop exactly and you can't just stop and it's just, and it's very very I mean it's definitely the thing I still do to self-harm so if I if I really want to give myself a good punch in the guts I will have a very unhealthy sort of binge eat that is yeah. still it's not common now and yeah. I try to be really kind to myself about it. Mm-hmm. My daughter, um, who's, as I said, now 19, when she was probably 16, 17, she had a friend who got massively obsessed with all those kind of sites oh. and the whole... And, and she, and luckily I kind of got wind of it and looked up loads about how do you deal with this? If you know your kid's sort of dabbling in it, she got very, very slim um, and wasn't eating very much. Your daughter but, well, Yeah, my daughter. Yeah, no, my daughter, but her friend properly, fully, mm. fully went that route. But Ella went, Ella was on the cusp of it and I could see it could go either way. And I was desperately trying to do all the Mm. right kind of things. And now she's got, she kind of just did get through that. And even now I'm really aware when she talks about it, she's gained some weight in Amsterdam, but you know, teenage weight, whatever, it doesn't matter, does it? It's just what Mm. she thinks, doesn't matter what the weight is. And she, and I said to her, darling, you know, if it's, you look great. And if you, if whatever you think, if you want to, and she said, I haven't run for a year. And I said, okay, so if you want to stop running again, yeah, run, do that. But don't, you look great. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter what you, what you weigh, you look great. And I think it's so sad that I do think that generation, I don't know, everyone says it's worse, don't they? With the Instagram stuff. My daughter's definitely got a far more sound relationship with herself her body and yeah. her food than I ever had but then I she think she's mature as well, well yeah and she's got self-esteem you know yeah. I've, I've just about got some now for the first time ever which mm. I, I certainly didn't have any at her age um so when you do yeah maybe you don't punish You've yourself for, hope there yeah as well. so well, that that's I do a think lovely optimistic thing as well lots of hope from her and her friend I mean I know lots of girls that age through her and I would say there's every reason to be hopeful about this and many other things anyone who sort of writes off Generation Z and says, no oh, you know, it's like the generation the self-esteem Z. Self-esteem is huge. Young yeah. women with self-esteem. It's quite something to behold. At that age, I was disgusting to yeah. my body. Oh, me too. And disgusting and, to myself and, mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and pride-wise in terms yeah. of what I was, you know, the things I was getting up to. I know. Grossy. Oh, no, they're really... The idea of being that age and having a boyfriend who you cooked with and, yeah. you know, and caring about your well-being. I remember saying out loud at that age, thinking, fuck about whether I'm healthy or not, I... I just, you know, it's just aesthetics. Yeah. And doing extraordinary cruel things. I know. No, I did as well. And also just thinking, but the sad thing is, and, you know, I don't know what the answer is even now to that, is I do remember how, because then I gained a lot of weight again. I was very overweight in my 20s. And then I lost four stone uh, towards the end of my 20s, not long before I had my first child, Mm. which was also an interesting one because I spent loads of time in a very controlled, healthy way, losing weight, got to a really good weight, healthy weight, and then got pregnant and all that that brings with it. But there's no question my life took an upward turn at that point. I got employed for a job at MTV that I know for sure I wouldn't have got if Mm -hmm. I had been employed. They'd interviewed me a year before. And it was not an on-screen job. So um, terrible. Oh, no, there's no doubt. And now as well as what we do. And there's not a modicum of doubt in me that, that there isn't privilege in thinness. There's also, I mean, there's privilege, and again, it's easy. And, and the opposite, you know. That, and that's is, true, yeah. And there is, you will be, you won't be treated equally if you're big, if you're fat. Yeah, that's true. And I think it, but it's it, it's it's not just weight either, is it? I do I do think as women we're judged on how we look, you know. How well if you we look present at the, ourselves. Yeah. How if you look together, at, composed. And how, wealthy, absolutely all of that. How white. Yeah, there's a lot of privilege attached to stuff, but definitely that roller coaster of kind of overweight, losing weight, overweight, losing weight, and the way society rewarded me yeah. when I was at my thinner points. Yeah. And, and all your friends, like you were saying, I've oh, got yeah. a bit in my show about that, the compliments. Oh, and when people and say... And they are compliments, when, and they were well received. But when you say to people, I know a good friend of mine who's lost a lot of weight lately, um, and she's had some very sort of serious issues with eating disorders, and she said, you know... One of the things I most hate is when people at the moment say, "You look great. You've lost so much weight." Fuck and off. I know why exactly that, and I know person. exactly why she feels like that. And, yeah. and and it's also for her, it's pressure. It's like yeah. the more you put pressure on me to stay. But I did say to her, I think it's really good if you can. You shouldn't have to, but if you can say to those people, 
the reason I don't like you saying that to me is yes. tell them because yeah. then next time they'll it's, know. You, you've because, put value judgment on yeah. my size. Yeah. It's as big as yeah. that. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. you can't. There's nothing right to say to someone who you've noticed has lost weight. Yeah, yeah, I know. There just isn't. It's not. It's, I'm afraid it just shouldn't be relevant. I know. I, the last time I flirted with it was a friend had lost a load of weight, but I knew she was weightlifting. And so I knew she was started. I knew she was doing an exercise that I also liked, and I just started it. And was very enthusiastic. Yeah. About it. But I also did know she was in the middle of a, a very nasty, a very stressful breakup. Yeah. So I mean, the things go hand in hand, and yeah. that, that's the last time I said anything to anyone. And I just said to her, "God, you look really fit. Yeah, like, you look really fit." Yeah. And she was like, "Oh." And then she's also a comic and did a very funny bit of stand up about how you can't say to someone about how about a feminist attempting to say you've lost weight yeah, in a way yeah. that was acceptable to <laughs> feminism so and, you- and got me very nicely bullied and rightly so for that. But um, yeah, I mean, so you were very well chastised, but, but, in a yeah, exactly, way like, by, taken. Yeah, yeah. Um, but equally, like I just would don't think you ever say anything. I don't know if you had this after you'd had Rudy, but one of the things that really annoyed me after... So I, when I had Jake, I was in my 20s. I was very skinny when I had him and, and pretty skinny soon afterwards. And I remember everyone commenting on it. And oh. then, of course, when I had Ella, I was older, things didn't spring back. But I remember both times thinking, OK, so the one thing you're saying to me is, you look amazing. You don't look like you had a baby. And it's like, oh well, my God. it's like, well, I have had a baby. And you saying that oh. makes me think that that's the thing I should have achieved is what you've just said. Yeah. So what if I turned up looking exactly like I'd had a baby? Would that be a bit of an issue for you then? And it's a really... It's fucked up. It's really upsetting. We were obsessed with women's bodies and the size of them. I had a... Um, I had a, some, somebody who knows the family um, pull up in her car outside Budgeons in Swanage in Dorset, where I'm from. And I keep forgetting we're both Dorset honk, girls. Honk the horn. And I turned around and was like, hey! And I, in the, I was in the doorway of a busy supermarket there's a car there's a pavement in between full of people walking I'm a dancer went oh my god how much weight have you put on I was about eight months pregnant I was like uh that's unbelievable like, she's just so fascinated like you I, were I had of... put on loads of weight when I was pregnant. but I I had never felt ever felt happier but also how when, how ridiculous that we have to say I, like, uh, I put on loads of weight when I when I was pregnant you know because yeah, yeah, even I, when you're, I put on four stone when I was pregnant Same. with Ella and I and everybody went on about it. Yeah, but also I had the opposite of you after Jake quit. After having my son, everybody was going, "Wow, you just had a baby!" And then at one point, someone said to me, "Wow, you just had a baby!" And I was like, "Wow, he's nearly two. Well, but I need I proper. But I didn't want to exercise, and I wanted to eat. Loads. I remember. I one. think do what your body wants to fucking yeah, absolutely, do. Absolutely, and then about two years on, I did want to exercise, and I did want to. Well, I did. I I remember when the kids were, you know, I don't know, well, virtually in double figures, you know, and I remember trying something on you in the, they had a communal pop-up changing room because there was some concession for something. So you actually got changed in a communal changing room, but in a sort of department store. So I was in there and there was some really beautiful looking, you know, um, sales assistant looking at me and I was getting, so I was just in my bra and knickers and I could see her just looking at me thinking, Jesus, what a state. So I said, oh, it's really hard, isn't it? When you had kids, like nothing springs back to shape as quickly. And she went, oh, how old's your baby? And I remember just saying, and I said one. And at this point, we were were virtually, we were definitely close to secondary school. And I was like, one. And I was like, why did I? And why did I? Why did I feel the need to even say that when she's looking at me in my bra and knickers? Though, why did I feel the need when someone's looking at me like that to apologise and say it's because I've had a baby? So, but it made me feel so. So I did. I totally. I I down. Really funny. I down aged my children. In order to explain the fact that I look like I'd had a baby. So, yeah, you've got years to dine out on that. Some very confident white American men have uh, had their privilege reduced by 1% and shit's hit the fan. Mm -hmm. They're starting a mass protest uh, where they're going around all the world on public transport urinating on the legs of strangers. They've agreed to stop, but only if you, and weirdly it does have to be you, do a 14-hour tango on the moon, dancing not just as both genders, but as all possible genders. Mm -hmm. It sounds impossible, but you do it. You're a hero. You go down in history as you are remembered forever. You're the person who saved us all from American white privileged man's piss leg. And um, your reward, uh, other than, you know, Adulation way for, for centuries after 
even after you've died. You've really got your place in history and it's a beautiful one. Um, but your reward in the moment is the feast of your dreams and I'm really looking forward to seeing how simple this is going to be. Oh. I want to know, just no judgment, don't give a fuck about health. This also doesn't have to be physically possible, doesn't have to be attainable. Yep. All these things can be entirely hypothetical. I want to know what you'd eat, what you'd drink, and obviously you've had this massive exercise, you can have a shower, whatever, to reset. But you I want can have to a shower. have a nice meal. Yeah, yeah you can do okay. whatever makes you feel okay. nice. I want you to be like, what I'm, I'm trying to create for <laughs> is the optimum eating mood. Yeah, which is um, every, which is all right. moods. Great, but, yeah, me too. So that's too. not a problem to me. What would you eat, what would you drink, who with and where, if there is a who with and where? Okay, so, well, I mean, what I'm, I, I, this is going to be so disappointing to you because... No, I'm going to love it. The simpler it, it is, the more I'm going to love it. Okay, so I would, well, I would want to have um, lots of different types of muesli and granola. Okay. <laughs> so, um, and I probably would have them with almond milk, but I wouldn't mind if it was just like semi-skimmed, cow's milk yeah. don't really care but I might have almond milk just because it would feel more like fancy okay. uh, so yeah I would have like lots of that I would probably have some berries and banana with it because uh, I'm not an idiot it's free yeah. and I'd be like yeah please um, it depends what time of day it was for the drink uh, uh, let's say just yeah whatever you it could be the evening if you like okay because I might have an alcoholic drink okay. but I probably wouldn't have Two, I would. Yeah. So I'd probably just have like a glass. I would have a glass of champagne. Lovely, have your yeah. favourite champagne. Yeah, I'd probably have a verve glass verve of verve. Okay. Yeah, verve. Uh, so I'd have that um, tap water. I wouldn't want like bottled water. So just some tap water. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd be thinking. No about, one in the history of the podcast yeah. has asked for a glass of tap water. Yeah, a glass as of tap part water. Of their dream yeah. Do you know? I'd actually like a carafe of tap water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, at least you've made it a bit fancier yeah, than I'd a like glass. Yeah, I'd like a carafe of tap water but and a glass to have it in uh, I would like um, obviously coffee and walnut cake yes. would have to appear at yeah. some point I'd probably it's really hard to know on that you see it, it ties into the who with because what I'd really want if that were the case is I'd want my daughter yeah. to be I want her, I would want her and her boyfriend to like cook me something oh, so whatever they whatever this. they cooked me yeah then I would love it. You'd have that. I would still want the granola first, yeah. but they wouldn't need to know I'd had it. Because no, I wouldn't yeah, want to spoil the... Rude, yeah. And then afterwards, I would still have the... Even if I had to go and have it round yeah. the... I'm, I've come off the moon now, haven't I? So I'm yeah, back in there. Yeah, you can go wherever you like. Okay. I'd, fact, I'd like to know where you'd like to be, actually. Yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? I think, um, yeah... Well, either I live in Amsterdam part of the time, and I've got some very happy memories of Amsterdam, so possibly... Sitting on the water over in the on there's a lovely bit of the Amsterdam East that's very mm. beautiful, um, so maybe looking out that way or or possibly Paul Ruin up on the cliffs in Paul Ruin, Ooh, yeah, lovely. looking out across the edge of the world, glorious. Um, so yeah, I think that's. I mean, do you know? I might if if Ella wasn't around to cook something because she would cook a real yeah. meal that would be worthy of answering this question. But if she wasn't there, then I might have like a yogurt afterwards, like maybe yeah. an active a little pot yogurt, yeah. you know. Flavour, flavour. Uh, I'm quite flexible on all the fruit flavours, so I, I'd go maybe in order rhubarb, peach, strawberry. Very um, nice, very nice. nice. One of each. Yeah, one of each maybe. Yeah, um, blackberry, no? N- no, that's a no, bridge okay. too far sorry, for me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, um, I'd probably have some cherry tomatoes as an homage to my son. Yes, uh, So I think that'd be a nice thing to do. I don't mind a handful of nuts, um, you know, so that that would that wouldn't yeah. be... I wouldn't say no to that, no. but it wouldn't be. And then I would like to... Uh, I'd like to then... Because afterwards I want to curl up in bed feeling all yeah. full and nice, yes, yeah, 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 and that yeah. would have to be my bed yeah, in yeah, my yeah. bedroom. Okay. Um, and then I'd like the Cheetos with me for yes. that. <laughs> yes, I'll leave them here. Yeah, I'd like the Cheetos for that bit, for yeah. the after meal yeah. curl up in my own bed. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, um, does that take the prize for the most tragic human that's ever been? I (laughs) genuinely love it. I feel like it's one of the most genuine that I've ever had, that's for sure. Thank you so very much. Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. What a belter. I, for one, will be seeing Callie's show Invisible at the Fringe. It's at ten past five every day in August, except the 13th, when she has a day off at the Assembly. Get on it. And follow her on the socials. She's at Callie Beaton, B-E-A-T-O-N, on there. Come and see my show up there while you're at it. Yes. It's called Hench. It's on every day except the 12th at 1pm in the Monkey Barrel. And there are Hoovering Lives straight after on just the 13th and 14th with the most kick-ass guests. Woof. Let's see you there.
Follow the podcast on all social media at The Hoovering Pod. Follow me if you like at Jessica Foster Q. Want to tweet me, whatever, please do. I love it. I love hearing from you. Slide into my DMs. That's never going to not sound filthy, is it? Got something longer you want to say or you want to look at when any of the live show dates are or any of my stand up dates are, go to my website, jessicafosterq.com. Huge thanks to ACAST for hosting the podcast. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy Hoovering. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.